I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. If the time is going up, it's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Are we on? Oh, mate, 100%. Are G'day, welcome to Supercoach360, how you doing? Once again, in the coach's box for another week to talk all things NRL Supercoach Season 2020. I am joined by Bergs81, the Constar, and I am your boy, Juzzy J. How you doing? How you doing, fellas? How you going, bud? Yeah, I'm good. I'm alright, sorry. Always good, always well. That is fantastic. We have got a jam-packed show uh, (laughs) for this evening. We're going to be joined by a special guest, Brad Huxley, from the NRL Supercoach 360 podcast group. Um, Long-time listener. First-time caller, I do believe. He is, yes. I've tried to get a couple of first-time callers in before we start the season. Just to hear their... What they're going to do and their strategies from the past and where they've gone wrong. And we want to get people back through the season that have been on before and see, well, we already know what their strategies are, some of them. But and What changes they made this year. Yeah, and see where they've gone and rectified problems from the last. So that is something to look forward to in the coming weeks. We will be chatting to a few guests in the lead-up to the season, especially as the season kicks off as well. But tonight, the big topic we're going to talk about is trades. What are they worth? What do we do with them? How do we use them? Do we save them, etc.? Uh, we're also going to jump back into our analysis of our four teams. This week, we're going to go over Parramatta, the West Tigers, Souths, and Manly. And, of course, we've got our good old live questions. So, boys, without further ado, I think we just jump straight on into it. Um, trades. Yep. Okay, look... So the one thing, I was first-timer last year, the one thing you guys taught me and drilled into me is save your trades, save your trades, save your trades, save your trades. Yeah. And I did. And I had a few left at the end of the season, but I didn't, probably didn't have enough. Now, speaking of having enough. Now, can I just stop you there? Yeah. The reason we taught you that early, Jazzy, is because in two, hopefully 12, hopefully taught you good enough this year, 
if you get to the finals in a competitive league, you want to have those trades, mate. Because you've, you've seen it in the year gone by. People go down, especially towards the end of the season after Origin. It's a long year. It is a very long year, and it's a tough sport. So them trades at the end of the day, they're, they're better than the money. Like, don't you, know, you need the money to use the trades? Well, and vice versa, though. You need to use but the trades to create the money, too. Without those trades, uh, uh, you know yourself at crucial times, a training injury on a Wednesday, you've got a trade sitting there plus some money. You're cheering. Whereas if you've just gone trade happy and you're trying, it's, well, don't wrong, you need to use them. Otherwise, you're going to get nowhere with cheapies and stuff like that. But you need, you need to use them wisely. They're lives, like, like when you're playing Street Fighter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Technically, you've got, you got so many lives and you've got to get them through. Okay, so, so what do you use a trade for? Like, like, that's it. If you're making a trade... What's one of the reasons you're making a trade? Like, Con, what's your main yeah, reason? I use the trades early to make cash. Okay. So, so can you briefly explain, like, what's the concept there? How do you do it? Well, any cheapies that I miss, hopefully I don't, but you know, they're missing my opening team selection, I'll use my trades early to bring them in if they're going to make a shitload of cash. And yeah, so that that's round two going into round three, that lockout period there? Maybe straight after round one. If I miss them, I'll probably be on to them. Oh, yeah, okay. Just so I don't miss them. Yep. And other guns or whatever that minutes have changed or their strategies have changed and their points have dropped drastically, I'll trade them out to get another gun in so I'm not losing their cash either. Yeah. All right. And Bergs, what about you? What's the question? Pardon? When you think of a trade, like what are you going to use a trade for? Like what's the main reason you're going to make a trade? To progress. Now, ideally... Like my trade, hopefully I've done what Con said. I've brought in the right people, the cheapies yep. or the mid-ranger that's going to go forward and take me to my gun or my next cheapie, you know what I mean? Like sometimes it's good to have, I hate to say it, but it's good to get an injury three, four rounds in when your cheapies just build up enough and you know that he's equaled his average. It's oh, time to get rid not, of him. not even necessarily an injury. Perhaps someone else returning from injury and that cheapie was only viable because he was covering someone's injury. That happened quite a bit last year. You might have someone who's in for four or five weeks. A cheapie knocks into their spot. Okay, cool. Cheapie does well first couple of times because you get those two free looks each time. And then bang, you jump on them before the money change. Hope they keep building, even if you know it's limited. It depends it's, on what point of the season. But It's you know, a cash. dice roll. I did it with Bailey Simonson last year. Yeah. I had him, he, he was due for a, a nice price rise on his next hike, I think it was, and he didn't get a start for weeks and weeks on end. <coughs> so you kept him, remember? Yeah. And I sold him, and that next week he got brought in, got his massive price rise. But in saying that, I'd already won up just with Sivo earlier in the year. Yeah. And um, Rav Lara, I got rid of him and you just got rid of the other. So it, 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 it's, it's, it, that's it there. You know what I mean? It comes down to that, that those choices are what's going to cost you points. And you've got to hope that you make the right trades because if you don't make the right trades, then you're burning trades to get the right players in. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's crucial to, to watch and it's crucial to look look around and um, especially ask people as well, like, who are the better players? Who are, who, who are the people I want and need to make my trades viable? All right, sweet ass. So if you're going... Uh, okay, so speaking of uh, players you want to need, sorry. Um, I heard a couple of terms last year which, you know, 
didn't really I, ha- I hadn't heard beforehand and one of them is stepping stone so is it a part of your sort of trade strategy that uh or, or that you're going to use a cheapie to knowingly go to a mid-ranger or are you going to take a gamble on a mid-ranger early and if so if they start losing coin how long do you hold on um the, the, so the thing is also once you get into the season no matter what trade strategy you've put down things happen and you only get two trades per week and sometimes like your hand is forced you're like i need to get rid of like someone becomes a liability someone's injured uh, especially in the early part of the season you might not have the cover for them and you still need to keep up with the points um so yeah it's what, what would you guys say a trade is worth heaps heaps how much though like so, so okay how much would you say that like how much value would you put on a trade well, it depends what kind. It depends what kind of trade you're making, I guess. Yeah, I mean, so okay, I play. Well, ideally, you want your cheapie to make you a few hundred grand, and you're even going to trade him out for someone who's going to make you another few hundred grand. Yeah. So, four hundred, five hundred grand. Four hundred, five hundred grand a trade. That's it. So, I mean, what are you oh, you hard up getting that, but you won't get that all year because obviously you got to trade out people that have risen that, and you just got to trade them for a gun. Yeah. And stuff like that. Do you? Ever, what sort of injury period do you look at before you trade out a gun? Or do you, like how long will you shelve a gun for? Depends what your team's out. Early, you can't really afford to yeah, shelve him for too long. I yeah. did cherry for six weeks last week and it did cost last me. Last year. Last year. Yeah. It, I had yeah. him when he got hurt and I had the opportunity to jump on Nafe, I think, because the money was right for cherry at the time. He, he was, had a bit of a run there. Yeah. And... um. I just thought, you know what, nah, Cherry's going to come back firing, you know. And it, in in hindsight, I wish I'd made that trade to Naif because it was, like, I think I brought in a, a, a subpart. I think I brought in Adam Reynolds. A-Ray, yeah, yeah, A-Ray. Who, who in himself, is he's 55 you know. And, and he did get the odd score in there that was worth it, but he's not as consistent as either of the other two. Then not not only... You had to play someone else below that as well because you had Cherry sitting there on your bench taking up all that money. So yeah. then you had to put in a subpar reserve as well to That's fill right. in. Yeah. So, well, you did tell me to get rid of him. You did, and I was stubborn and just said, "No, nah, I'm hanging on to Cherry." But mind you, we did with Bateman, expecting him for be to be out yeah. for much longer turn. And how quickly did he Two, turn three himself weeks, around? Yeah, exactly. Was. So that the trade really wasn't viable because even That's the cheapie it. that came in to replace him. Maybe got one price rise, but two weeks. Good anything under a month, if your team's pretty solid, you can hold them. But anything over that, it's too much money sitting there for too long a time. Yeah, that's There's it. There's so many more points out there you can get in. That's it. Like if they're gone for say five rounds and they're averaging, you know, sixty, you're looking at three hundred points in the overall, which can be a massive difference. Captain choice, especially. Yeah. So, alrighty. Uh, so. I think personally, though, you, especially early on, I think you're gunning for 200 to 250 per trade. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong, you want 350 ideally, but 250 for a trade is probably... Yeah, that's just going that's, from the cheapie to your new yeah, cheapie. Like, yeah, in all honesty, I, I can't... Unless it, you're waiting for them, that odd week he, he gets them big scores and he makes that little bit extra on his break even, but... I just can't say. I, I've seen it done to myself, and I've seen other people do it in the past. Like, you can't just hang on to them. You've got to no. burn them trades to get rid of them guys. Otherwise, they get stuck. Definitely. And um, you've seen a few of them last year. They went up to 
400 odd grand or whatever 300 odd and then they come back down to pretty much base price again after a while yeah couple times yeah so if you held on to them it was you missed it all all. yeah Alrighty. So, how many trades do you guys look at for, say, trying to build cash? Like, if you, you start, you know, nine point eight, so the best part of ten million dollars, uh, team value. You, what are you trying to get to by the end? Fourteen, fifteen. Uh, you'll get probably what did we get Ideally, last year? Yeah, thirteen. I'll oh, probably you probably get thirteen, half, fourteen. This That's year. it. Now, hopefully, like not all that money is going to come from necessarily traded players, right? Like, take for example, Nakora, Sivo last year. Um, uh, like uh, who, who else was some like some big sort of money Gary. makers last year? Garrick, there you go. Right, these guys who we started with, they grew in value for us. I mean, combined, those guys put together you know in, like a million dollars into our team, but we didn't actually cost any trades to get them. So just for us saying to get, that though, like Nakora, probably we all I think we all hung on in Nakora too long. I think we all thought he's a keeper till the end, and he was probably only a keeper till sixteen. He only scored fifties and that after that round. Um, that at that point we all everyone should have upgraded not the, the fact that everyone had him was the key to that you, yeah. could, you could have him in your centers but so it wasn't too yeah. too terrible but at the time you had latrell he was going off except for them last couple of rounds as well yeah. and there was a couple of others like the, that were doing well bateman nofo yeah and that they, they were absolutely cut above the rest so there was Steve no problem had a good strong there. finish so that was one of the things where you probably hung on to him in your team too long. Like he he was a keeper from the start, but he didn't keep his keeper status by the end. If you know what I mean, that he hit he'd hit a hit a lull. So that's it. So so if if you probably if we did better than us last year, then perhaps you traded Nakora and you actually did end up you know banking all that money. But if that was the case and you banked him around his peak of five five fifty six, I think you got the six six fifty. Well, th- there you go. So you you have you've made four hundred and fifty thousand dollars off that trade. It's taken quite a while, but that's good money. Yeah, yeah, you've taken the points the whole way too. So that's it. And then you've swapped literally straight to a gun. So uh, stepping stones was one of them. Sideways trade. What's a sideways trade? Can't. We pretty much trade out one gun for a similar gun. And why would you do that? Well, you, could, you could probably well, answer that question, Judge. You, you have did expectations that the other guy is going to go better? Or? I'd say form, draw, injury. No. Pro- probably well, if, my if, three if reasons why it's because he's been dropped or he's injured, it's not really sideways trade because well, he's mean, dropped or he's injured. Yeah, I know, <clears> but, but that's it. It's a question of whether you, show, whether you, you know, bench him for... The, the four weeks or not. Uh, some people, sometimes you like they might be going through a form slump and then an injury as well. Even if they're expected to make a turnaround in a couple of weeks, you might go, well, this is actually a time for me to go it, sideways to someone who's been on the rise and I'm hoping he's going to continue It would have kind of like being like trading Madison for Bateman last year just because you didn't have Bateman in your team, you wanted him in your team. It's a sideways trade. They both score the same kind of points. They can both hit the same kind of ceiling. Both have the same kind of floor, so... Sideways. That's it. But if you got them in at the expense of, say, Nakora, like which you could do with Bateman last year, exactly the same, yeah. like dual position, second row centre, then that's not that's not the sideways because that's it. Bateman was clearly a step above. By the end, he was, yeah. Especially by the end, yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Uh, another term which I didn't hear until way, way too late in the piece. Uh, what's enough? That is someone who is no shot of playing. Now, that way they can't become an auto-emergency nightmare on you. Now. And now, AE, now, I, as well I will, known. I will give you a word of warning, Otherwise. right? Something which I learned from the first year. You've got to be real careful with enough because sometimes 
it, fatigue, origin, buys, like injuries, yeah, suspensions. Injury toll eventually gets here. Suspensions too. That can start <clears> playing a big part as some of the real aggression kicks in in the you, latter part of the season. You probably shouldn't be nothing before origin either. No. But no, 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 no. But I'm saying the fatigue and resting after origin in prep for finals. See some of those people that you might be nothing around that time. You know, not, never getting a shot. All of a sudden... There's an injury over here, there's a suspension over there, and this guy needs a rest because he's just, you know, gone hard at origin. Someone's gotten a shot that was never getting a shot before, and all of a sudden you're just like, well, there's my A nightmare just coming to effect. I mean, I suppose you just pray they only get one game. I mean, you pray that they don't get any game. Well, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I'm saying if you find yourself in the unfortunate no, circumstance... You just do a bit, bit of research around it, you find someone who's... Now, okay, now that, that that's... Where do you do this sort of research? Because there is so much information and look. Well, watching the lower grades helps, I guess. Yeah. You know, if you he's not standing out there, he's not going to play NRL anytime soon. All right. So so when you're kicking it before the games, just, yeah, that's it. Flip on the Fox you and watch the make, reserve grade. If you want to make sure you don't bring enough into your team prior to June 30, you make sure they're in the 30-man squad so they're at least a shot of making that squad now, and not that's, just sitting there. That's a no crucial date, right? Now, is that a new thing? That no. June 30 thing? No, that, but that, okay, so they, I know that... I think just as we've started getting more and more into things, we've started learning more and more about it. So I think it's been in play for a while. It's re- relatively new. I don't think it's like decades old or anything. Oh, okay. Oh, it's within a 10. Okay, sweet. But okay, no, no, no. But it's not like it's only just being introduced. But because I know they were floating around the idea of trade windows and stuff last year, because effectively, effectively, contracts seem to have become just not worth the paper they're printed on. You know what I mean? Like, like if if people can chop and change and, and swap. I'm and pretty trade sure the 29 men squad that they have to have before the season kicks off is new. Yeah. So you have to lock that in before the season 29, and you get. Six months or three months, whatever. Yeah, no, well, you get until June 30. That's the other day. That's it. You get until pretty much the NRL 30-man squads, they go through lockout roughly the same time as we go through our first lockout for Supercoach just before kickoff. I think it's that day. Um, And then June 30 is when they can make the other changes. But, like, once that's in, you're right. If they're not in that 30-man squad... Because you guys have been floating this uh, the last couple of weeks, but I didn't know what you guys were talking about. Oh, they, they can still apply for exemptions and shit. Of course. Yeah, nothing solid anymore in rugby league. Nothing. Bro. Contracts, nothing. nothing. See, I was but, talking, um, talking yeah. to a guy at work today and he was just like, oh, no, yeah. nothing like when I grew up and he was, you know, 20 year older than me. I'm just like, the boys tell me about 80s origin. Just like, I get it. I wish I wasn't there for him. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so how, you get 37 trades all up. How many do you say you would use for nuffs? Like how many players are you looking enough at the end of the season? I mean, ideally none. But let's be realistic. How many do you think you might? Well, Con's on a new strategy this year, so I don't know how. What yeah. are you? What are you aiming enough out this year, bud? Well, I'll have quite a few nuffs. Yeah. I'm only looking at running 17 guns, so okay. And no AE no nightmares there for God you. No. So you're looking at d- dead so, set running what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven nuffs. Well, 17, 25, and score eight nuffs. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. even going to have that one as a backup, like a, a bullet. No, nah, because like an 18th gun. Cause, well, I mean, that's what I'm saving me trades for. Yeah, so you just say so you can bring in that. You can just go straight obviously come the time when I can, I'll probably just chalk them up because yeah. I'll have to use my trades. But ideally, 
I'll just be trading when someone gets injured. Well, hold on. I mean, you wouldn't necessarily, if you do it right, you wouldn't necessarily have to use your trades. And to be honest, if you saved, oh, like this has only just occurred to me now, um, but if you saved a bunch of trades towards the end, you could use it to go really yeah. hard on the head-to-head finals pods-wise and making sure you've got, like, whatever you well, need to get I can do pretty much, there. yeah, whatever I want then towards the end. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's a good, it's, look, you know, honestly, trades trades are it, man. Okay, so... Towards the back end, they're crucial. So we've got a total of 37 trades. So how many trades would you say you would use uh, to bring in new cheapies throughout the season? Like, just ballpark figures, boys, and we'll just work them out Probably at the end. Well, ideally, you'd start with... You'd hopefully start with 8 to 10. You have to draw permits. And Is the team's list like come like that. Looking that's, that no, it's looking very thin this year, very, very thin. So you're but, looking at more. But if you can start with 8 to 10, but that that'd be great. And then... After six, seven weeks, once most of them have peaked and that, you hope for a new batch to come along. Yeah, but that's it. You hope for that. But what I noticed last year was there was a sort of few periods where cheapies got runs and, you know, for reasons I've already mentioned. Um, so how many would you say? Like, I would say there was probably two or three cheapies throughout the year that you sort of wanted to get on um, or, or have the money in the bank to be able to turn a cheapie into like a mid-ranger that was about to go off. So how many trades would you say that you would like maybe keep for that? Like ju- just up your sleeve, you know what I mean? Like we talk with three, four, five, seven. For what part of the season to start? Pardon? Just, just in general, you've got 37 throughout. So I'm curious to hear where you guys might want to use your trades. Well, I'm, I'm not using my trades until either injury hits one of my guns or my cheapies are fattened up and I want to trade him out for either another cheapie or upgrade Sweet ass. So, so you're going to allow eight to ten trades for cheapies, or you're going to say a lot five trades for cheapies and hope that three of those cheapies become guns and keepers. Well, ideally, if I start with eight to ten trades, I'll have to trade all them out eventually, and then hopefully some new ones will come in, and I have to trade them out too. So yeah, I'll be using a lot more than eight like, to ten. You've also got to worry about. Well, let's hypothetically say Siebes change up House's rotation this year. Yeah, and gives him fifty-five. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that he's not going to still churn out some good scores, but if he's only getting 55, do you, can can you justify then bringing in, say, a Clem, who's probably outscoring him at the time and and bank the money? Or do you just ride out the hustling and go, I'll just lose 100 grand early? Well, that, that, that's what I mean. And like, then hope that Siebes comes to his senses and gives him back 70. You know what I mean? Like, that's they're, they're the other things you got to watch... With trades, as well as cheapies, so there there are other things you got to look out for. So, like, how many trades would you save for those sorts of scenarios where you've either got an injury or a rotation change or a rest, and you might want to trade a player to? Oh, uh, I'm going to stop you there. Oh, look, you can't, as you as you know, you can't plan for half no. of the stuff that happens. Right, all you can plan on. You're hoping is, to use none for that kind of stuff. Is your but yeah? No, no, I'm not talking about what you're hoping. No, no, I'm talking about if so you. So we can't give you ballparks because a we don't know the cheapest, right? We don't. Even, we can't even give you if we can't pull ten cheapies. We can't use this strategy. Yeah, we need to have at well, least no, ten, see, eight, I ten would, cheapies. I would we say, don't have that at the moment. I would say I would keep. Like, if I was planning how to use my trades, I would probably try and keep five trades for nuts for round. I don't know, 18, 19 and beyond, depending on what my cash flow is like. I mean, ideally, if I don't have to use them, beautiful for the finals pod time, right? Like, I'm, if, if I don't use any of my so budget trades... Did you see how many ifs and buts were in that sentence? But, yeah, but that's <laughs> everything's ifs and buts, man. That's the whole point of planning and strategy and trying yeah, to so figure yeah, it out. But, 
well, what like, you're trying to say is... But you guys didn't tell me at the start of last year that I was going to need trades for these things called nuffs. I thought I was going to trade everyone to guns, but it turns out well, I wasn't if, as good as I thought I was. If you can do that, that's not ideal. But. Yeah, exactly. If, 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 but you can't, right? So I'm trying to plan for worst case well, scenario can, and how do I dig myself out of a shithole I've created, right? Because that's what I learned I had to do last year. My best advice to you is don't plan on spending trades. Well, yeah, plan no, on, let's plan be real. On, Plan on saving your trades, but, right? Yes. So what you got to do then is is pick it apart. Is is round one? Is is your team that you pick justified that right? So you don't have to use a trade, or maybe just use one. So then you bank a trade. Yeah. Right. Maybe a little bit later on, you can see a player who's who's averaging out the other player you're gonna get. So you might just hang on to that guy. Well, I'll make either bottoms out a bit, or your other lot juices up a bit. Yeah. But. Bang, that's another another trade you get to save while you wait. Or old mate might even get injured and old mate might progress further and then bang, you've banked that trade. So it's well, another trade. Cheapy becomes a keeper. That's you don't right. have to like, trade him out at like, all. Like your Simonsons and your, your your Batemans and that from last year. Like they were there for, well not Bateman because he was mid Not Simonson Bateman was. Yeah. But um your cheapies from last year, your your Nicoras and that. Like that was a trade at, at, at when you first got Nicora in, you didn't know he was gonna be a keeper. No, or, that's or, it. Or, or going to be there for the year. So Payne Haas was the he same. He was a trade, right? He was going to be a trade. At some yeah, point. definitely. And but well, you got to keep that trade, right? Because he ended up averaging out what the guns or the, the the people in that position were averaging out anyway. Yeah. So it was a trade you got to hang on to, and that's another way you can bank a trade. Like that's going to happen with your backs this year. You probably have to watch your Bradman best and that because if he's good as they say he is, he could. He could well be one of them ones that you just sit there for the year. That's a trade you haven't had to make. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I've heard of another dude at Cronulla, Toby Rudolph, who's another one that they really rate coming through there, who could be another guy that we just might be able to, depending on what uh, Johnny Morris does, but we might be able to bank a trade there. And we might have him in our team and we might not have to use that. Hopefully even he comes in. Does a job over Origin or whatever. Not that I don't think they get heavily stripped for Origin, but comes and then nuffs out. So you've, you you didn't have to trade him and you don't have to waste a trade either because he's nuffed himself. Oh, ideally, you'd want to take his cash. Yeah, but if you don't have to, you don't have to. I want his cash. You're great. <laughs> no, 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 no. But then, no, that's <clears throat> that's interesting. Why do you want his cash? Like, why are you like, no, nah, I would use what, that what's trade? What's bringing in a cheapie, fattening him up and then sitting there and nuffing him out and not taking advantage of it? Might as well take him out, take the cash and upgrade someone. Yeah, fair. Exactly. Cool. All right. <clears throat> that's what I love about you, mate. Trades permitting, obviously. Yeah. Now, th- that's it. See, now, now, that's it. I'm not looking at how many trades I'm looking to spend, right? What I'm trying to do is come up with a trade budget and therefore a trade conservation and saving you, strategy. You can't come up with a trade budget. Man. Injuries can happen. Like, your total team, you could get two injuries every week for the first 12 weeks. There goes 24 trades that you weren't planning on spending, no, no, but there they're gone. There goes my supercoach season, there, boys. Like, it. I am done, so, right? Like, 100%, like, I am or done. Or you could go pick the best team, have all the cheapies, relevant cheapies, have all the guns that's thriving, and not have to use a trade till round 10 when you're starting to plan for the buy round. Yeah, that's it. So, so, so there you go. So planning for the buy round. So well, obviously, you you'd hopefully cashed out a few fattened up cheapies, obviously, then, and some new ones have come through for you to pluck and... You go on woods and upgrade some, to okay, some guns. Okay, so, so we say when you're making that first round of pre-buy cheapies, ideally, in an ideal world, right, are you trading to buy round cheapies or are you trading to, it doesn't matter, just that there's a new cheapie? Yeah, well, if after six, seven weeks, 
and some cheapies are starting to fatten up. And there's a new one there who's come out with two decent scores in his first two. You jump on. You have to. Yeah. Whether yeah, he's playing the buy or not. Yeah, that's it. But but that's that's especially if it's early on. But I'm talking about when you're thinking about making your trades in round seven, round eight, round ten, when you're on approach to the round twelve buy. Okay. Well, if someone like Puffyhausen comes onto the scene, obviously, then you jump on him. Yeah, that's it. Regardless of the buys. The buy that's yeah. it. Okay, cool. But if he's just come out and done 230s, 40s, maybe you could give him a pass and go a different way. Because, I mean, that, that's a great way to conserve trades, or, obviously, is planning for the buy round straight up. If you're going to do that, hypothetically, if he's only getting 30s and that, and the dudes you're fattening up's getting better scores, you might sacrifice the 10, 12 grand that he's going to make for the 50, 60 grand he could make. So really only making 50 now. Yeah. But it's still 40 grand you weren't going to get if you traded him out a week early. Yeah. For that guy. So it's, you got to be on to when to trade and to use your trade. So that's well. it. So what are some other things? What are some sort of things that you can use to gauge when it's the right time to trade someone out? Like how do you start picking break these evens. things? Break-evens. you got to check the break-evens. One say, what is it? One say... Well, with the fours, once their score starts equaling their base or dropping below their average, then you, they're done. But with the backs, they can they can they get can a go double. two tries and yeah. bang. There's another two three weeks of price rises in them. Yeah. So. So how long do you hold on and take those risks? I mean, how like well do, last do you year, do? like we did with Sivo, we should have held on longer. Yeah, but it's we didn't. So that's it. Everything's a dice roll, Bergs. I get it, right? That's your catchphrase for this podcast. It's a dice roll. Like, I get it. But, I mean, we're here to discuss it. So, like, what can you do? It comes down, bro. Yeah, it comes down to timing. How do you get the right timing? It comes down to timing. It comes down to a bit of luck. You've got to ask a bit of it, right? Because, look, it goes like this. Same week, you've traded out Sivo. I traded out Ravalara. You've hung on to Ravalara. And... It lucked out on you. I went up with with Sivo. Do you know what I'm saying? That's it. It's a gamble spew- for it's, sure. It comes down to asking your cheapies sometimes. Like, if, let's hypothetically say the top 10 would have done that. They wouldn't have been in the top 10 the next week. They would have lost out a lot. Like, a lot. So, it's it's just, it's, it is a luck thing as well, man. As, long, as much as you can plan, sometimes a little bit of luck's involved with super coaching. Yeah, that's it. That's I understand that, but you know we're here to help the people plan. So I'm just doing my best. No, no, I'm just well. I'm just telling well, the people as well. You can. Would Would you use all nine of your trades in buy time to try and flip your team and actually field two seventeens through the buys? I'm trying. I'd be trying to fill my team as much as I can for both buy rounds. So that's. I want it. at least fifteen plus. So out of the gates, you're gonna you're gonna try and field fifteen. For the buy round, or or yeah. trade trade to fifteen out of the buy round, but I take it the whole strategy is to plan to conserve trades. Yeah. So if you can feel fifteen for the first buy round, and then you can shift nine, that means you had ten. So then you you mean that's it. You don't even need to use you. You only have to use seven throughout that period, and you hopefully will be able to field field two seventeens. Hopefully, yeah. So that's it. You are looking, That's it. You are looking to save your trades hard. How many trades? How how many trades do you think? Um, you you want say come round eighteen, like ideally, how many trades you want in your well, ideally? You probably want two a week for the run home. Two a week for the run home. So we're looking ten, twelve trades. I want ten for the. I want ten, probably eight at least. The very least, I want eight for that. That's it. So that, I mean, I guess but to, by that point you should be 
near on point with what you've wanted. It gets to a point with conserving trades that ultimately it, it almost becomes redundant. Like, if you manage to hold on for the first 10 rounds and not do a trade, you are free. Yeah, then you can go nuts. That's it. You don't even need to do the first 10 rounds. I think it, technically it's only the first, like, seven or eight. Yeah. But if you can well, get through 25 them. 25 rounds. So. Yeah, that's it. So if you can get through them, although you've got the, the super round in there as well. Yeah. Complicates things. I can't be bothered doing math. It's been a long day. Um, yeah. Eventually, hopefully come round 16 or whatever, I can just go nuts for the run home well, and do whatever it. I want. If, if, effectively, if you if you just hold out for the first seven weeks of the season and if you've picked those right cheapies, which is hard to do. It's hard. It's, right, it's real hard. hard to do. But you can, you, it is doable and has been done. Yeah, definitely. It has been done before, just not by us. <laughs> <laughs> this let's, is the year. Let's this be is honest, the year. Just, we're not fucking classy enough. No, we but, usually only <laughs> miss a couple. Yeah, well, it's it's... You know, a lot more focused now with... Um, you never you can never get in a wash. We're like a lot more focused, do, but, uh, and with the Facebook pages, guys, I'm pretty sure Benny, you've shared them around, yeah? Um, well, there's only 16 trials this year, and with the nines as well, which who's going to play in the nines? Uh, not there's not much pre-season a, football. Not many of the, the top marquees are going. There's a couple from each team, but not they haven't seen the full teams. Yeah, it's not going to be, I think so. I hope so. Boost his confidence up a bit before the pre-season if he has a big one. Yeah. Even though he didn't do too good in an international one. He was Mm. a bit disappointed there. Yep. I had high expectations, but... Yes. Jazzy, you got any more trade chat you want to do with us? No, chair? look, I, I think that's about it. I was trying not to get to trying some... To shut, oh, we weren't trying to shut you down or anything. Like, I'm just saying, like... Well, you succeeded. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is my job. No. But, um, no, but I'm just trying to say, <clears> like, in order for me to give you an honest answer, like, that's the most honest thing I can do, is you, you, you're best not trying to work out how you're going to use them. Well, you're best off trying no, to no, work no, out how you're going to save them. Hold on. But now, but now we've established, right, if you can get to round seven or round eight, you haven't used a trade. You are free to use every single possible well, trade available and it has no negative effects because you don't get well, coin back for trades at the end. Also, no. with the... You should have your draft for your start, for your final team, your no, goal team, no, your no, dream no, team. No, 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 now, now. But this is... But, and no, then, we'll talk about... So, no, obviously... No, we'll then, talk about that next week. But this week. is viable with the trades. I know, I know, but we'll talk about it next week because we're going to talk about that a bit more in depth because that's something which I've noticed. Yeah, so is we'll just cover the trades bit now, just a little bit. Because then with the dream team, you obviously want to trade out your cheapies and that who are fattened up and you want to get your players in and your dream team in at that time when they're at their bottom price. Yeah. So that's when also when you want to use your trades. So here's yeah. some homework for all you guys at home that are listening. Draw up a dream team for next week so you know what we're talking about. Okay. What you want to have so in your just explain, squad. Exactly. Explain to them the full concept of the dream team. So what these guys do and what I've noticed that some of the guys who are really into it and really good at it do is they write out who they want at the end of the season before they start the season. Their dream team for the end of the season and then actively work towards it. Like I traded like they were cupcakes last year and just threw them around absolutely everywhere. Didn't care. Just you ate them tell. up. You so know what I mean? Hey. Hey. <laughs> but, right? I think that that was new information to me over halfway through the season. Bit late to plan my dream team. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, Jazzy, Jazzy, in saying that, <clears throat> would it have been an overload to give you a fucking no. idea of a dream team at the start I, of last I year? I couldn't have possibly picked one 
Because I didn't know who Tamalolo was. Could have just gone was. through and taken highest and points. I didn't know who Tedesco was. I didn't know who... Yeah, I didn't know who these guys were. Should have picked yeah. all the highest price players. Part of, well, that's it. And uh, you know what I mean? That it would have been effective. But <laughs> would have been. A couple of them bowed out. Yeah, exactly. A couple of them dropped. A couple of them dropped couple last of them, year. but not many. A lot of them thrived as well. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, and they also had the ups and downs throughout the season. Like, I mean, you know, oh, even then... I wouldn't have even known to have done that. Because think about it. You tell someone to pick their dream team. It's their first year doing Super yeah, Who do they pick? Well, their favourite players. The players that they like watching. Oh, half their team. Yeah. Penrith Panthers. That's it. And we and we ate. That's who it would have been at the start of the season. Can't, calm down. Yeah, exactly. By the time kickoff came, it would have been all South. So don't worry about it. Actually, no. I didn't like South till I saw South play. Um, are, we ready for, right. are we ready for our guests? We are oh. ready for our guests. I'm actually just about Is to he give still late? him a buzz. Well, hopefully... We are That's running a little so. bit late. Sorry, Brad. Sorry, Brad. Yeah. What are That's we my bad. Blame Con. We'll blame Con. Yeah. We can't blame the tech guy this week. Nah, he's just <laughs> fully prepared. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, how's the week that was, bud? Yeah, just been trying to read up on as much Supercoach and training news from the squads as possible. Yeah, got any hot tips or info for the um, guys? Or? I've heard... Tavita Pengai's been trained on the edge at the Broncos and David Fafita hasn't. He's looking, he at bench. He's looking at a bench spot, so whether there's any truth to that or Is not. Is Ong Pengawi getting around? I don't know. I've heard maybe Carrigan for Locke. I like Carrigan. Oh, no, I like Flegler. Hello? Yeah, g'day, Brad. How you doing? Yeah, very good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very well, man. Welcome to the Coach's Box. Welcome to Supercoach 360. I'm Jazzy. you got Con, you got Bergs here. Brad, how are you, buddy? Yeah, good, boys. How are we? Good, bro. How you been? Yeah, good, good. Just uh, mucking around with the team and everything like that. As you do. That's it. So you're itching for Supercoach, bud. Did you have the uh, Supercoach stats? Have you been picking your team for a little while now? Sorry? Did you have the Supercoach stats? Did you have access to the team picker or did you have to uh, yeah. wait? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I've been mucking around basically since we could do that, so. Yeah, so what sort yeah. of strategy are you looking at going this year, bud? Well, usually, like, um, so the year that it went quite well, having, like, a couple of gun hookers and the fullbacks and everything like that. But um, I think with the lack of cheapies, we end up getting that Harry Grant um, from the Tigers. I might run uh, Braley and Grant together. Do you yeah, think that deal is going to go through? I mean, I'm oh, pretty sure it has. Yeah, it's, I thought it had too. Oh, I don't know nah, because he's still in Melbourne colours. Oh, I'm not sold on it, eh? If that, I reckon it's going to open up Pandora's box. Well, that... it'd be an interesting little um, experiment, anyway. What happens yeah. if What happens if Smith goes down mid-season? They want him back. No, they got Brandon Smith. Yeah, I think they've got sort of coverage there at yeah. the moment. But I'm sure. I don't know. There probably would be something in the deal or something like that to um if they did need him back or bullshit he's ours for the year the Tigers needed Momorowski back yeah yeah I doubt it but yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty handy at the end but yeah took a bit to get going poor young fella um so with those two in your starting team you got McInnes in the back rails cover yeah yeah yeah, yeah. have to how good's yeah. that eh yeah it's brilliant that's Having fantastic yeah. consistent points because he was um, one of the highest of getting 60, as it, like so getting over that 60 mark. It was like 80% of his games or something like that last year. So. Yeah. Well, he, he makes 60 tackles a game. He's yeah. a workhorse, man. 
well, it wasn't bad when he started, like when he rolled into lock as well, because then he just picked up a fair few more tackles. So um, I don't think he'd be doing that this year. So it'd be interesting to see if his tackle numbers go down a knock. But yeah. So uh, how how how'd you go last year, mate? Absolutely fucking shocking, eh? I think I think it happened to a lot of people that have gone well in the past. Actually, last yeah. year it was a couple of people I, I know it, had rough start. Yeah, I mean, having sort of um, Nathan Brown and then Tom Lolo back-to-back and then Tommy Turbo after that was pretty, um, oh. pretty rough in the injury sort of thing. Definitely. And Burns as well. So early on it was pretty chaotic. Did you, end up, hang- normal did, team. Did you end up hanging on to Burns because to, to, of the origin thing? or? No, nah, I didn't. Um, and then, yeah, didn't get him back, which has sort of worked out all right because he re-injured himself. But... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, sort of spewing because he looked really good. Yeah, um, base points really good. Yeah, so I think that sort of hindered the start a bit, and then was just sort of tra- chasing my tra- uh, tail, sort of for the rest of it, I'm trying to like burn an absolute ton of trains, trades, trying to like just sort of field a good team. Yeah, um, and that sort of stuff. So yeah, it was a bit tough, but yeah, it was an interesting year as well, though, with the amount of um, senators that was second rollers. So the the average sort of score across a week was um, quite sort of high compared to other years. Yeah. It yeah. was. I, I even had probably my best ever year, and that was due to having a lot of second rowers riddled through my team. My well, whole yeah. backs was near second rowers well, at one Yeah, stage. we had three of the top ten second rowers in the centres last well, year. Well, I had Manu Mao, I had Bateman, Bateman and Nakora. And, and Nakora. So. And I had that for a solid bit, and that's what kept me up there, like having that yep. base just sitting there every week for me. This yeah, year, then, not you know, so lucky. Fifty was um, sort of like below average of trying to go up rankings. So it was yeah, tough. yeah. So what are you going to do different this year? Um, I think for the centres and that sort of stuff like that, fielding a bit better, sort of starting centre, uh, sort of things. So You're then, looking for a bit more stability of, there. Yeah, just players sort of like um, Ramian and uh, Zarko and that sort of stuff like that. Yeah, think um, they're they're in for a pretty big ones. So, I mean, obviously they're a bit more expensive, and I don't like spending that sort of coin uh, in the centres. But I think they're going to sort of have to. Yeah. Um, and then just having a massive forward pack is the is the plan at start. You on two gun fullbacks? Yeah, I got Pappy and um, Turbo. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. 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 Just think hopefully uh, Turbo stays fit. And yeah. Excited to see what young Pappy does. Yeah. I yeah. think he's going to be a revelation there. I think he's going to smash it, eh? He's a little weapon, man. He's just good, man. Oh, he's insane. He's strong. He's fast. Flick the ball oh, around. It's unbelievable watching him like just split lines and everything like that. He just pops up out of nowhere and he's gone. And yeah. He, and he just runs through people, too. Like, he, he doesn't have much fear. Like he just, nah. He'll just charge through people. He's yes. pretty strong. He'll back himself. You spending big on your halves? Um, Not really. Um, sort of going to run that George Williams in the 5'8", uh, and then Luai, and then Moses. And I'm, I think I might just keep that Phoenix Crossland in there. Yeah. Um, even though he's injured. It's inevitable. Um, Kurt Mayer might last. Yeah. Yeah, I just think, because they've, they've got massive wraps on him. And so I'm thinking, rather than having like a Kurt Mayer or trying to uh, use, like, so I'd have to downgrade one of the forwards um, to sort of get a half-decent 5'8 in. Instead of Crossland, because the I don't yeah I don't know about that Wakeham or 
don't think he'll actually get a run. But no, nah, he's. I've heard um, he's not. He's not getting a run there. It's yeah, going to be Cogger so, and Lewis. So I think I might just keep that Crossland in there, um, and sort of just save the trade. Sort of like just have it Haas last year and that sort of stuff. Well, Kurt, man, everyone's seen Kurt, man. Like, much to his credit, he's. He's like a Lewis Brown. It just probably scores 15 more <laughs> points than Lewis Brown, you know? <laughs> oh, well, who was that um, the halfback we had from Manly not that long ago that scored like eight? The Lachlan Kroger when he scored oh. like eight in a game and that sort of stuff. Yeah, just maximum effort. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody uh, yeah. But yeah, no, nah, um, are you going to go any, anywhere, anywhere left field this year? You, you think... Got any pods? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm, the more I look at it now, I think I'm I'm liking Pangai a fair bit. I mean, I haven't, I've seen him in a few teams here and there, but sort of there a few people have sort of left him out and that sort of stuff like that. And then um, other ones sort of like Wonga Blake because of their start. I like um, Wonga Blake. Hopefully. Yeah. He'll get you that, 30, that but side. he'll get you 70 as well. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong, it'd be volatile, but um, can put a try. I, I, suppose, I so. think with Manu Mao going from that side, it'll help him because it won't just be Manu Mao hitting the hole at speed and taking line breaks and shit himself. It'll be Madison actually feeding him some ball and giving him some good ball, he putting him into gas and shit. So, more ball playing, yeah. yeah, Moses can hit him as well now, so it should be good for him, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well you've got dad since the, you've the, got um, some message on Pang. You've got some mail on Pangai, don't you? He's starting it. I've heard, yeah, he's been training on the edge, so he could be starting on the edge and David Fafita on the bench, so Pangai might be wow. a good go. Far out. Do you reckon that'll, that'll last rough. long? Like, yeah, that's it. Oh, you I know think, what? Do I don't know how they can start it. Like, David Fafita's an animal. What's but he so going to get off Pengai. the bench? Put him at lock. Wait, what's, what's Fafita going to get off the bench, though? Like, how many minutes is he going to get? If he's going through... You have to assume line, 50. Yeah, that's it. So he, exactly, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if he's uh, coming on as as an interchange player for them, yeah, Pengai still won't play 80, even on the edge. He'll still probably only play 60, 65. So that's it. So maybe take the risk on Fafita because if Fafita can come out and pull out 1.6 a minute, and you know what I mean, if he's only doing 50 minutes, is he going to nah, put 80 look, minutes worth of game into 50 minutes? Oh, you can. I but don't think I'd like him if he's only playing. So if he's coming off the bench, he'll sort of be a plotter like he was at the start of last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just when it, at the back end where he got the 80 where he's just an absolute weapon. Yeah, he was an animal. That's, that's it. That's blasphemy if they're going to put him on the bench. Right? Yeah, it sounds, crazy. It you sounds so crazy. yourself. He's like, he does drugs up there, so he's but, something, but, eh? but, I mean, look, you know, well, you've also got Haas and you've got Pangai, and Pangai is a weapon. You guys were all yeah, raving about Pangai in the Pengo start in the middle, last year. Pangai in the middle, he's Alex Glenn and... Um, old mate yeah. Fafita on the edges Like he Like Broncos have with forwards What most other clubs have with Like sort of uh, Your edge back rowers Like that log jam When there's a Like there's a few clubs Which have it like You Pan know but Yeah exactly that's, yeah, that's, that's When I say a few clubs Like we all know so I'm sorry That's Bulldogs. strange right? You got Alex Glenn on there Far out Alex Glenn gets to start Over David Fafita He's a captain Yeah there's yeah, no way He's not getting like, a start There's no way The captain's running off out. the bench He's been named captain the for the year. Yeah, well, I think he's more there because his defence is solid. He'll look after probably young Croft over there on the edge and the other two so can go missing a bit during the games. Who who would they then play at lock? Off I heard Carrigan might be going there. Well, 
If Carrigan gets a start, I might then look at dropping for feeder to Carrigan. Oh, he's Carrigan would be... 300 or something. Yeah, he'd be a walk-up start if he's starting lock. Yeah. Because they put him in a leadership group this year. Whether that means anything or not, I don't know. But they must have some kind of wraps on him. Yeah, right. Well, you got Darius Boyd in that leadership group, so I don't know if I'd be too proud of yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, what do you guys reckon, guys reckon about Jesse Ramian playing outside Sean Johnson? I like it. I reckon he'll just be as good as Nakora was last year, really. Probably, probably poke on it. 60, 65, probably get a try every second week. Seems somewhere he had the third most tackle bust and he got bugger all ball last year at the Knights. Yeah, he's a beast. That's he, ridiculous. He's a gun. His he's first a year at the Sharks, he killed it. And then, yeah, like you said, he got bugger all ball last year because Ponga just goes left a lot of the time. And was just... Yeah, go. I was just thinking about it, like, with... Um, I think it was Hiku maybe two years ago, played outside Johnson. Yeah, yeah, it went on that run. And then Zeri sort of last year when he was playing on that side and then he switched over to the Graham side. But when he was over on Johnson's side, seemed to put him through a fair few holes. Yeah, when, yeah jo- he's good, Johnson, man, especially for Supercoach. Oh, love him. He's yeah, got a very friendly game, Supercoach. He'll put like the through holes more often than not. Yeah, hopefully he's fit for a full 24 That'd be nice. 24, 25 rounds. Because there's nothing more annoying than a Sean Johnson one hour before kickoff pullout. It's <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit, eh? That's when you need it to have... It does me every year. It's when you need to have super coach stats. Otherwise, yeah. you don't find out till it's too late. Even with it, sometimes. But um, is there any, anything you want to ask us about your team or anything? Hey, we, well, well we can... I'm, I'm curious. I see. Oh, who, who are you about... running with? That's it. Like, do you want to quickly walk us through like, exactly who you're running with? Oh, yeah. So I've got um, Braley and Grant up there at Hookers at the moment. Yep. Uh, and then Haas, Pengai, that Amon, Amone on the bench. Yes, yes. And, uh, yeah. And then Rudolph. Yep. Um, from Sharkies. And I've got Matho, Crichton, Fafita, Nathan Brown. Uh, and then Sean Wright from the Cowboys. Yeah, he done um, right so last think... year, Shane Wright. So you've got Pengai yeah. and Fafita and Haas. Yeah, well, I mean, if that... Because I was thinking that Pengai was going to play the 13. So yeah. I was pretty happy having the three of them in the pack. Yeah, fair cool. Um, but, yeah. Don't know, yeah. But, uh, and then Jack Williams from the Sharks. Yep. Uh, Mitch Moses, Luai... Williams and Crosslands makes up the halves. So you sold on Mitch? I think with their draw at the start of the season, I think he's going to outdo Cleary. Now, I won't, won't have him for the whole season, and I will click back over to Cleary, but I think I think just with the, the spine might take a little bit little bit of extra time over at the Panthers, and they've got a pretty tough draw in the first five rounds or so, and I think Mitch will score quite well. Yeah, except for round one, he'll go shit. Playing the dogs, the are dogs? they? Yeah, playing the dogs. <laughs> 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 no, oh, I like Moses. Oh. Yeah. What are you like? So, what are you guys running for the halves? Are you running with Moses, or are you going Cleary or someone else? No, I've got Moses at the moment, but I'm tossing up between him and Luke Brooks. Really? Yeah, Luke Brooks got a pretty Ooh. sweet run to start the season too. He finished off last year, killing it. 
And I think he's got a few more attacking weapons there this year to help him out a bit. So if he had the goal kicking, I'd be all over him. But Mitchell Moses is only 40 grand dear and he kicks goals. So, and he's got a pretty sweet draw too, like Brad said. So Mitchell Moses just ahead at the moment. Would you be concerned with Luke Brooks if they'd sort of have a fill-in type hooker, like if Empire or something plays hooker? No, I'd, well, that'd, that'd feel me more confident with Brooks then. Pretty much everything's on his shoulders. He has to do all the attacking play himself then, so hopefully yeah. he'll go better with that. See, I've got I Johnson. I've got Johnson as me half. Well, I've got Johnson oh, as me 5'8". He's a gun. I, I just feel you've got to have Sean Johnson. The roller coaster's not as steep as it once was. Like he, His lows are 40 now instead of and 20. They're not as often. Yeah. So I'm, I'm on SJ... As my With half. more reports, he's supposed to be a bit bit fitter this year. Well, he loves his life there, I heard, at the Sharks. So he's having a good time. Uh, someone said they'd done the Chad Tad, Chad Townsend podcast and said it, that he was on there and just saying how good life is at the Sharks and that. So, yeah. Yeah, so maybe it just took a little bit of time to gel into life in Australia, I guess. Well, he's got a, he, he now have a pre-season at the Sharks. It was a bit of a rust Signing, I think, to get SJ over last year, wasn't it? Yeah. So he wouldn't so have late, a pre... Late January or something? Yeah. yeah. So no pre-season, plus a bit of a bung, bung leg, I think. So he, yeah, he's had the, the full season. He's had a Christmas with the boys, probably. He'd be ready, man. No, a lot, yeah, like nah. I said, Nakora and Sherry were outside him for a lot of last year. Two rookies, so they've had... Another year in first grade as well. well he's got Ramy in there now, so well, they're, they're going to be get, better for the run. Yeah, they're only going to get better for yeah. it. I've also have you. Um, I had a look at Wade Graham again. Yeah, he'll be a cheeky, cheeky little one when they've got a good run. I mean, obviously his base is mud, but yeah, yeah. but he does all the attack down left hand side. But just, just will he be as good as Gallon? Can he shift and do the Gallon role? No. Nah. And take extra uh, hit-ups. Nah. And... nah, you don't want him doing that. Nah? Nah. He's, he's, he's pretty just, soft. Yeah, he's a sort of different sort of player. <laughs> yeah. He's got yeah. lovely hands for a big man, yeah. eh? Yeah. He's perfect on edge because he can he? kick and everything. He can pass late. He can gives you so many options. Little, little grubber kicks and yeah. stuff like that as well. Like 40 out, he usually nails them. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm not a fan of having him in my starting team, but... I can oh, see no, the I'm appeal. Not to start with, but I'm thinking like more towards the back end of the year because I think Sharkies will wind up. They generally sort of do. They play pretty sort of just solid, and then to tune up before like those last couple of rounds. So who are you yeah, looking at? You said this, but anyway, uh, got Ramian, Azarko, Blake, that Tristan Sailor from uh, Dragons. I think is supposed to be getting a wing spot. Yeah, yeah. it's it. it's it's him or Saab, isn't it? Yeah. So. I mean, I'll we'll probably just plug in whichever the, whichever one it is. Um, is Saab baseman? No, uh, I think he's two two oh, high two hundreds. I think yeah, two f- sixty or seventy. I think so. So oh, he's, he's more of a mid. That sailor. Oh, I sailor about two. there as well. Not looking at none of the fullbacks. Oh, you got a Zarko. Sorry, you're not looking at Dallin yeah. or anything. Um. Oh. I like Dallin as a player, and I reckon he was a good buy, very astute buy from the dogs. He runs hard, gives a good effort, but I just don't think it really transfers as much um, into Supercoach. He doesn't – I don't know if he sort of um, 
it seems as though he lacks a few uh, those creative sort of points. Yeah, attacking stats, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't mind him, but, um, I, yeah, I think for the same, he's about the same price as um, Lomax, and I think I'd prefer Lomax because he kicks as well. Yeah. Well, is, he, is, he lock, sort of is he locked in though? Is Dufty still malingering? No, I think Dufty's out of favour. Is, is Dufty still not hanging around? Uh, I think Dufty might end up having that 14 sort of role and they inject him or whatever the heck they were doing with him last year and put him on for 20 minutes and just let him run right. But Yeah, I don't think he'll be having that fullback role. I'm pretty sure at the moment it's, um, it's that Zach Lomax's. I'm not, I'm not confident he'll be there for too long. Hopefully he's there for long enough to make some cash if you get him, but yeah, I'm not sold. It's his job. Yeah, yeah, and that's um, for 320-odd K. I mean, I've had him in there, but yeah. But yeah, I'm just not too much of a fan. I yeah, think. hopefully there's I think some that... good cheapies that come along so we don't have to even run that gauntlet. Yeah, I think the Dragons have a pretty tough start of the year as well, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think people might get a bit um, sort of duffed by and their kicking duties. Their attack wasn't too crash hot last year. They didn't score a great deal of points, so you can't kick goals if you don't score tries. Yeah, yeah, and I don't really see them being too much better this year. Nah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got Trent Merrin back, so that's um, that's something. Are you looking at him? Um, oh, oh, I want to sort of... I'll have a look at him in the trials and that sort of stuff like that, see what sort of... Um, if he's a big boy or uh, or he's been doing his doing his cardio. Yeah, cool. when he's a when he's a big rig, he um, doesn't really get through all that much work and sort of plays those low sort of forty minute games. I think. Yeah. Um, that's not that's sort of about where he's priced at. I think so. He yeah. needs that fifty fifty five to really motor on, and then he's then he's a weapon. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you looked at that Greg Lalesio from? Um, the Titans? Yeah, big fan. If he gets this start, he's a go for sure. Yeah. They well, reckon he I'm, breaks tackles for fun. I think I might even sort of like so talking about sort of conserving trades and all that sort of stuff like that, thinking about having him and Crossland potentially, like Crossland won't get named for round one, but I think I'm just going to hold Lelesio in the centres because um, I reckon as soon as he gets his crack, he's a Sivo or yeah. Type mold. Well, yeah. Well, if there's if there's not obviously if there's fifteen other cheapies oh, lining other... up, you can't afford to do that. But yeah, if there's slim pickings and highly viable. Yeah, I mean, but some of the cheapies are sort of bit mud. So, um, I think trying to just select the ones that are a bit more quality and sort of have punched out plenty of good numbers in the sort of lower grades and that sort of stuff like that. Xavier Coates from um, the Broncos. Yeah. So when a few of the boys are away for Origin, he'll um, he'll get a crack. So stuff like that. And Darius Boyd and that sort of stuff go down injured all the time. So <laughs> yeah. hopefully he gets dropped. So I'm presuming <laughs> at some stage he'll get a run. Yeah. And, yeah, and then just Paps and Turbo at the fullback. But yeah. Why Turbo? Why Turbo? Not not Teddy or RTS or Ponga. Oh, I just. Like Tedesco is probably just a bit out of my price range, and I won't um uh won't really be able to. Yeah, I don't think I'll get him till after Origin. Yeah, because the averages are all right coming up to Origin, but it's that late in the year 
sort of rounds 13 onwards that he just, what do you average, like 100 or something stupid? Yeah, those last the couple charts like that. Yeah, so. I think it was. Yeah, so he sort of seems to build into his season a bit more, Um, whereas Tommy just is a monster. He could go 200 Um, any given week, Tommy. I mean, his floor's a little bit lower, but I'm pretty happy with that sort of... um, Because I think with the forward pack and that sort of stuff that I've got, they're all sort of consistent sort of scorers, I guess, and so it's pretty safe. And then if you've got weapons up the back, Tommy, if he has a quiet game or two, that's that's all right because when he I captained him that um, time that he got that 194. Yeah, and just watching that game is an absolute demolition job. So you're not worried about with all those with those three people that you just the cheapies that you got sitting there just for when they eventually do get a run. You're not going to worry that you're not going to generate enough cash to build your team up quick enough. Um, I'm thinking that um, so Braley and that sort of stuff like that. Um. Bradley and Grant, the money that's sort of there, um, we should be able to like sort of convert to Cook. Um, and I'm not. I'll have a look at Cam Smith this year, but I think they might put him on ice, sort of coming up to finals and that sort of stuff like that. If they're if they're well sort of ahead, but um, yeah, I mean you can never rule that chap out. I've always thought you know it's some year he's going to have a down year, but he doesn't seem to. So yeah, uh, and then the front row, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not really too concerned about the generation of cash because those three halves and that sort of stuff like that should be able to form up half decent. And then the sort of centres and that sort of stuff that I've got in there, um, sh- I'm hoping to make a bit of cash off them sort of early, even those mid-range sort of ones. Then you could really range up to that top range. If not, they become um, keepers for you. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I mean, if Ramian kicks on and that sort of stuff in this season, um, then yeah, for sure. So, um I think I think with the cash that's sort of been spread around, sort of like the, the Jack Williams and the Wright and everything like that, even if they don't hit that top tier of gun status, if they're just a bit below, then they're not that far priced differently. Yeah. Um, and I think in other years, I've probably put too much emphasis on, you know, trying to build as big a um, cash balance in the team as possible. And I don't really think that's necessary. Yeah, same. I'm, I'm in the same boat this year. I don't, I'm going the same kind of route. Yeah, and you use just an absolute ton of trades and always sort of run out in that back end of the year when there's one or two players like the Val Holmes a couple of years ago. That's it. There's no um, point in having 24 guns sitting there when you can only play 17. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> All right, man. Well, um, thanks for fucking coming on, Brad, eh? I appreciate it. No, we appreciate it. Love man. the pod boys. No, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate all everyone that gives us a listen and uh you wanna shout out you got a business or a work, anyone you wanna shout out? Uh no, let's just shout out the Valentine Homes this year. That's the uh super coach team that'll take out the uh okay, the top okay. title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's about it. And uh yeah. Keep plugging along, boys. Love the pods, so all right, Thank you, bro, you, champion. Bro. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate your time. Uh, I appreciate it. Love talking to you, coach. So. That's it. Thanks for Pleasure. being a part of it, bud. We'll get you back later on in the season, see how you're going. Yeah, yeah, hopefully a bit better than uh, last one, son. <laughs> oh, lovely. As long as we know someone that's up there, we don't care. <laughs> yeah, 100%. At least you can watch them. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, cheers, Brad. Thank Thanks, you very much, bro. mate. Bye. Cheers, boys. See you, mate. Right.
We didn't get his team name. <laughs> yeah, he did. He gave it out at the end there. Valentine Holmes. Oh, Valentine Holmes. There you go. Uh, check him out. Might be one of your rivals by the end of the year. Good dude too, Brad. A lot of insight there. He's He seems to be a bit switched on with it. Did he answer any of your questions? So right. You've had floating around in your head or anything? Yeah, well, that's it. Look, I mean, like... But, it was just interesting listening to, to you guys uh, all, all chat about it. Uh, to be honest, it's all a bit... Oh, for me, I always catch it up on, on the re-listen later on, and that's when I take my notes. It's a lot notes. of football, isn't it? It's like, a lot of football. And, like, don't get me wrong, I'm getting there, I'm getting there, and I can follow along for a bit, and then eventually it all just becomes, like, just... Yeah, the ADD kicks in. You know how it is, Bergs. I do. Anyway, moving on. Speaking of, this is why I write notes. Uh, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to quickly go over our four teams again. So we're going to look at four Thank teams. You drink, Aaron. And we're going to discuss their super coach relevance. So, Bergs, do you want to go first? Maybe kick it off with <laughs> Parramatta? Um, yeah, I do. Um, I think Raid Marnie this year is. Pull the team up for me. Yeah, pull up, pull up. Um, I think I think Reid Marnie's relevant this year. He could be. I'm not going to say he's going to be cookish, mm. but he could get you through the buy rounds or just somewhere if Cook and Smith are both injured at the same time. I just think Reid Marnie's on the way up. Um, then their front row. I, I I I don't mind Junior Paulo. He he proved last year he's he's starting to get better and better and better as he goes <laughs> on. And Campbell Gillard. He's never really been relevant, super coach wise, but at Parramatta, new team, he might he might take his game to the next level. Not sure. Their second row is where it's at, but uh, their second row lock, Maddo and Nathan Brown. It, but you could have both in your team if you wanted. Both do different things. Um, the other side, Sean Lane, I'd give a miss this year because he let me down last year, but. Not saying he won't improve this year. What do you um, think, Nathan Brown? After his injury affected year last year, oh, I think he would have. He's finished. He finished off the year, did he not? Last yeah. year, so, oh, I think he was still hurt. Well, he's probably had his surgeries. He's probably all right now. Hopefully, he's had a preseason. So fully fit. Fully fit. If he can play sixty-five plus minutes, you like him? I'd, I would knock him. I think he's hundred grand underpriced if you can get those kind of minutes. I would knock him. He, you, we all know he was a gun. He was a gun off the bench at South when he first well, come to grade. Sometimes in there sets sixty takes two runs. Yeah, and he loves to get in there and tackle. He's got an offload. So no, I, I do. I rate him. I think he's really good. I, like I said, I wouldn't go near Sean Lane. I'd jump on Maddo, but um, I think that'll be very right side dominant this year. You know, if Mitch, if Mitch. Like yeah, exactly. If if Mitch can go the other side of the field, but I would, I'd get that, Mitch. Well, Sivo scored what twenty two tries last year on the other side. Yeah, but they all come off Guffo and that on them runs Guffo had when we all had Guffo getting hundreds and shit. You know what I mean? And then Guffo done nothing for the last ten rounds of football and got trapped in a few sides. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't say no to Mitch Moses if he can cross go over the other side of Black Dot. Dylan Brown, I'd say no to. Just because he's not a cheapie this year. Like last year, he was bottom dollar cheapie. You could afford to have him sit yeah. there. And he was out for an extended period if you yeah. didn't want to burn the trade. So that was the other thing. That was the upside of Dylan Brown last year. Fergo doesn't let you down. He runs the ball back with venom every time. 
Uh, I think he can also benefit from Madison being on that side instead of Manu Mia too. Yeah. yeah. Well, Madison Frey yeah, yeah. cut out ball and shit too. So lovely hands, Madison. I think he can man. maybe get a few more tries. Well, that's a few more line breaks they, anyway. They've got more points in him having Maddo there. With the new kick rule, Fergo is one of the tallest and best jumpers in the game. So if you can't tackle him in the air, God. Can't be Wonga Blake's a big that's jumper too. So Would you split that up? Would you put Wonga Blake then on the other side? I think Sivo jumps all right, doesn't he? He's a big fella, isn't he? And Jennings can just get there. I wouldn't, have, I would, I wouldn't buy Jennings for me side. Oh, no, definitely not. Definitely and I wouldn't not. have Guffo for me side. Yeah, I think Vape Wong or Blake and Ferguson can benefit from Moses kicking game near the line with the new rule. Yeah, and then um, that's it. I'd only recommend Alvaro if he got a starting spot if one of them other boys nah. got hurt for an extended period. Nah. Evans get it? I don't know. I don't, don't, don't like him. No. Nah. And that's it for that's it for Para. Um you going to do the Tigers now, Con? Me? I'm on Tigers, am uh, I? Um, not really much to go, really, at the Tigers. Are they going to get... Is, is, the, is the deal going to get... Oh, we've already talked about it, but... Well, is the deal going to go through? No, I don't know. You hope the deal goes through. If the deal goes through, Grant's a must if he starts hooker. Yeah. Or if he's the only one named on the bench, that even if Mumbai starts for the first 20 and Grant comes on for the finish in 60. Gets rid of Tommy Talia, but... Hundred percent. Yeah, um, Tommy Talia's already pushing it. I think. Anyway, yeah. no foe. You know what you're going to get. He's expensive to start with, but if you want that solid anchor in your centre wing to start with, you can't go wrong with him. He's is Dewey getting fullback? Oh, I heard he's goal kicking fullback. I, I heard he is too, but oh, but I do if he's goal kicking fullback. Get him yeah, in. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sold on his base and his effort personally, and the Tigers attacks. Probably be better this year, but I don't know. Not if, not rolling it. If there's no better standout cheapies and you absolutely have to, and then yeah, I guess. But I, I want better cheapies. Hopefully, yeah. I, I don't mind Joey. Scored bugger all tries last year. Hopefully, he can form a combo with his centre uh, winger. Sorry, like he had with Rappiner. They can create something. Um, yeah, if Luciano Leilua can get starting back row spot. I can see value in him. Yeah, especially if he's on the same side as his brother. Yeah, That'd be a combo, man. X factor there. I don't mind that. And Luke Brooks spoke about earlier with his early season draw. I don't hate Luke Brooks. Like, Luke Brooks averages up there. He's getting better as a player too. Like he's not far off Cleary. And, oh, he's probably 10 points off, eh? Hey? Yeah, well, last year I think he finished with an average of just under 60 in his last few games. So he's very strong. Yeah. Um, Matt Eisenhuth, I'm, I like his work rate and everything. He's got a strong work points per minute when he's fit and on the field. With Maddo going, I expect him to do... If he can get 65-plus yeah. minutes there, I like him. He's got a gallon kind of work rate. He loves to work, so I'm just worried with Elijah Taylor. and. Well, I, I assume Elijah Taylor would probably go and do a bit of hooking. Yeah. Like, well, if they don't start with Mumbai to give Harry Grant that easing period, I think that's Elijah Taylor happened, will yeah. come in and spell Grant. Do a bit of hooking. Um, and yeah, that's... Wouldn't get on Garner this year. Ah. Uh, yeah, they reckon he's bulked up. They told him he had to bulk up. He runs up. good line and can score a try. Again. Again, but um, his base isn't the best. And I think he's better out there. Yeah. Even at the price. Juzzy, your beloved Souths, bro. Um... I can tell you the hooker. Oh, you should be able to tell me the hooker, can't you? Oh, Cookie. 
Definitely super coach relevant. Definitely someone you want to look at. I think he's the most expensive hooker in the game. Um, he might make my list. I'm not sure yet. I'm hoping. Oh, he's got no glasses on. Uh, yeah, no, Stitched I know. Stitched him up. Yeah, <laughs> Stitched I know, him I know. up. Yeah, it's it, Con. You want to go through it? Go, <laughs> mate. Okay, we'll start at we'll hooker. Oh, no, we'll start at one, eh? Start Latrell. at the fullback. It's big talking point. Um, not in not in the burglars. Uh, not in bur- Not in burglicious, I should say. Um, just want to see where he goes, and I expect him to drop 150k early, just because he's. He doesn't. I don't think he can get the match fitness for fullback over the preseason. No, nah. I, I want to watch how he goes in all stars, but especially a disrupted one. He's been all over the joint before his time with the Rabbitohs. So. Fighting fires and all sorts of shit. Good on him too. Um, very expensive. Not not in my team. Campbell Graham, another one probably missed. Braden Burns. Now, like you said, talking to Brad, great base for a centre wing. Like great base man, good H- and a young involved. kid. So he's only going to get better. Hemis are an issue. Yeah. Uh, would you I'd start the season with him if you had the coin? I like him for that extra what hundred grand to Julia Lomax. Yeah. Even yeah. though they're goal-kicking fullbacks, apparently, I like Braden Burns. I see more upside to him. Yeah. Je- like Campbell Graham, too, I think he's another one that's going to benefit from the new rule with Adam Reynolds' pinpoint kicking game. He's a big talk. I think he can get yeah. a few tries with that. So is this the year of the winger, like scoring some big tries? Like, I can, now that I can see it helping. Touch, like, yeah, it's definitely going to help. Now, if you, it's not, it, doesn't, it doesn't count as a line break in that, though, does it? No. Nah. No, nah, so it's just a 17. I don't Thanks. think. Hopefully, surely, hopefully not. Um, Gags and, and Jet, not, I don't think that's a relevant side super coach at all. Not Jimmy, Jimmy's heard every fucking second. Well, I've heard Roberts is down seven kilos. He's pretty fit, and he wants to try and get his tag back as fastest man in league. So he might be out to prove a point and try and get his origin jersey back and everything. So wonder what? Or would you start with him? I wouldn't start with him. I want to see how he goes. Gags? <laughs> nah. Nah? Not for me, personally. What about Cody Walker normally starts the year strong? Jazzy, this is for you, mate. Would you, knowing what you've seen last year with Cody Walker and that, he started the year 800k, I think people were bringing him in at. Knowing yeah. that the week later he had to score 100 and something and still people were bringing him in, thinking he was about to go on a run. <laughs> and um, he just went to shit after that. Now we all know he's got it in him. Do you start the season with Cody Walker if you got the money? Yeah, possibly. I mean, I watch him in the Indigenous game and throughout the trials. Um, but I think the Indigenous game—he he's the captain of the Indigenous team, isn't he? I don't know. I didn't look that far. You know, I think so. Yeah, I think he is as well. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be watching that game uh, with a lot of intent. And and if he's showing up. A lot of promise, a lot of fitness and some form, then yeah, I reckon I might look at him again. Yep. What's South Straw like? Don't know, I haven't looked at that either. I think it's not too bad to start, but we, I think with the addition of Luttrell, he likes to play down the left-hand side, so that's Cody Walker's side, and if Raiden Burns can stay fit as well, could be a big year for Cody, and he's going to play the first bye, so lock him in, Eddie. Yeah, sweet ass. Then we got A-Ray. Now, A-Ray captaincy this year. But that being said, off the back of uh, the um, 
the new back line is A-Ray perhaps going to, yeah, that's it, gain some points out of that from setting up uh, and feeding the ball down that side. Well, he's going to be on the other side, so probably not too much. No. So are they going to send it much down the other side? Well, they gonna you have just so- said Jimmy the Jet wants to make a statement. So. Yeah. But when you got Luttrell and Cody demanding the ball down the left-hand side, it's going to be hard to overrule that. Yeah. Um, if Luttrell can start playing both sides, well, then maybe Reynolds does become relevant. Uh, I don't see him up there in the echelon of halfbacks. Okay, well, what about Liam Knight? Now, he was a gun for them last year. Like, absolutely ripped tear busted for him. So, would you start the season with Liam Knight as your, as your premium front row? Is he not, starting front row? No, it's my premium. Might start him as my backup or third. Yeah. To Haas, obviously Haas. But, yeah, we both Burgess boys going now. He's their man. Plenty of time up the middle, freed up. And, like he said, he... he Started to take the pack on his shoulders towards the end of last year and said, come with me, boys. Yeah. So another pre-season, year older. I like him at 400 and I think 50-odd K or something. So He could he could go to six easy. Yeah. Uh, then got Cookie. He will be in everyone's team by the end of the year, no doubt. Yep. Uh, Tommy Burgess, irrelevant. Uh, Sewer. Yeah, not a good base on Sewer. Not from what I remember in my team last year. No. Nah. We'll have to do a bit more work this year, but... But yeah. if the cheapies don't come through and we're stuck going for middies, he might not be the worst option. Yeah. Uh, Ethan Lowe, another one. Same same kind of category. Won't kick goals unless A-Ray gets hurt. And then, and then, then Mitchell, yeah, he's not kicking goals at all. Then Cam Murray, I think... It's on him. It's his, it's his, He's the leader other than... Is there a chance Latrell's going to take the uh, kicking off Reynolds anyway? anyway. No. no. Okay, no. sweet ass, no. just ask it. No. Um... Then Cam, it's Cam Murray and Liam Knight this year. So I feel Cam Murray might even get 70-odd minutes, hopefully, this year. I'm hoping. And if he does, he's locking to my team. Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't know if Cam Murray's minutes so much change too much. I think he'll play the same kind of role. You reckon? I hope not. I hope he gets more. Um, now, Manly. Manly, 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 you want to start at the back? Might as well, he's the most relevant. Chavoyevich. Tommy Turbo, you can know he can just go gangbusters any given week, doesn't matter who they're playing, where they're playing. He's freaking he? Yeah, he's, he can <laughs> just go off. It's like a gazelle. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, if you start with him, finish with him, you do whatever you want with him, he's got to be in your team some kind of time, I think. Wouldn't it be good if you could just get him in the centres, like where he plays Origin? Yeah, it'd be nice, it's but rude. in a dream world. Um, Tua, nah, Parker, nah, Sui, I think he can go better than what he's gone lately. I know his base has been crap over the last few seasons, but we all know his attitude's been shit and everything. Yeah. There's been no commitment. I think he's turned a bit of a leaf over, so I think he can have a big year this year. I think this will be his career year. Um, Garrick, I like Garrick. If he kicks a goal still... He can score a few tries out there with Cherry Evans and the new kicking rule as well. I think he'll benefit from that. Tafua's not the tall swinger, so he wouldn't exactly be kicking towards him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, goal kicking, like, like him. Dylan Walker, no. Chaz, I think there's two, three above him. But if you want to go on a bit of a pod and go Cherry, I can understand it. Yeah. Adam Fanua Blake, if he was fit to start the season, which I don't think he will be. Whoever starts in that position, if there's a cheapie or someone around there like that to power, 
I think he's going to resp- shoulder a lot of responsibility early without Adam Fenua Blake there. He's going to be the main man up the forward pack with Jakey trying to be a halfback these days. Thanks, Des. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and the both back rowers, they can hit good lines and score tries. They rely more on attacking stats and base, so they're not the safest. And Zero did turn it around a bit last year before he got hurt, but... Yeah, they both up their base last year. Zero was better, but, yeah, they still more relied on attacking stats. They're only 50-odds. So... Yeah, not much relevance there. A few. Yeah. Right, hey, Juzzy, got the questions there. Yeah, it's here. Look, I don't have many this week because there's just not much to go about. But uh, first one comes from David Cook. He says, boys, with Bateman and maybe for round one, do you pick up someone else? If so, who? Or do you keep him in the side and save the trade for later? Yeah, he's not in my team at the moment. But if you want to start with him, I've heard it's only a clean out and... Should be right to go, but... Yeah, Burgess was having a clean out, and then he had a heart infection, and then he got medically retired, so... Nah, but no, they found in, something else in there. Barring infection, which I think happened to Fainu, other than Silver Water. But, yeah. That, so, like, that... He... That's going to be the thing. Are you going to have the 650 or 60 grand that he's sitting there on the edge, odd chance he doesn't play for three or four weeks? It might be a trade. Saves a trade. We did that with Haas last year. It's and we for $184,000 we did that with Payne Haas last year. It's going to highly limit his fucking pre-season too because he was away with the English boy, so he didn't start till late. Now he's having this time off with the shoulder surgery and stuff. So, Yep. Fair call, fair call. Plus right. he's probably got to go to court with Curtis Scott and shit. Oh, I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't start with him personally. He, he wasn't there apparently. Anyway. They were all there. Um <clears throat> Jake Harvey, thoughts on running two gun hookers? That's not a bad idea. Let's Who do you run? Smith Cook. Yep, sweet. They're the only with two established guns there. McInnes. But with the cheapies on off this year, it looks like the most valuable position is going to be hookers, so I don't think you can afford to start with two guns. That's it, if Grant and Braley both yeah, are starting you're gonna 80 have minute to hookers. Get at least one of them. Can you do what both. can you yeah. do what Brad said and go go the Two cheapy I've got, I've got the two cheapies there with McKinnis in my back row just in case one fails, move McKinnis in and move on. All right. All right. Uh, from Kevin Nimmett, he says, is starting with Moses and Cleary crazy? Um, no. Nah. No, nah, it's not. In saying that, I'd like to see what Nafe's going to do with his team now. Can you genuinely can... afford to start it's, with it's, two gun halfbacks? It's going to leave you thin. Elsewhere, well, no, that's where your two two cheapy hookers is going to come into play. You nah, save but you've still got forwards, there. backs, and you've still got maybe centers, and uh, more importantly, there's a couple of good fullbacks on offer. Yeah, that's true. Instead of like, instead of going to two gun hookers, you go on to two gun halves and the cheapies and the hookers. So yeah, but you're going to need way more than two cheapies. You're not putting guns in everywhere else. You're sacrificing guns in the forwards. Do you have the cheapies in the forwards as a result? Well, you so save money on young Pappy straight away as well. Not much. He's still, still 500. Six, six, six up with guns in there with that. Yeah. So, I, I don't think it's crazy, but, yeah, I'd like to see what the rest of your team looks like. That's it's going to be hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You'd have to be leaving yourself thin somewhere else. Warren McGoldrick, uh, he says, there's too much blue shit on the walls. Clean your act up. I Thank agree, buddy. I knew it was, mate. Yeah, I agree it was. Whoop. <laughs> he's bagging you out No he's not He's just pretending Ben, ben Mitchell <laughs> He says thoughts on Appy or Marnie I don't trust Appy 
Nah, everyone, I've heard a couple of other people going, oh, I'll be this, I'll be that. Mitch Kenny is the future of that club. Mitch Kenny is going to get minutes. I've, I've heard an interview where it sounded like Mitch Kenny didn't sound like very confident in making a start in 17. You kidding? And he might be a bit injured too going into the season, so it could be 80 minutes for Appy. Really? I've, 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 heard, I've heard Cleary saying that Appy could be the future of this club. Like well, he just wants the way an 80 he minute plays. hooker. He's coming so, out and said he wants an 80 minute hooker. Well, but Appy's 80. Appy breaks. Happy does break. Okay. Money's on the up and up for well, me. If, so if, ma- maybe that's it. Maybe Kenny Kenny gets his chance if Uppy breaks. If Braley and Grant both start and looking at big minutes, I think they're better. But if Grant doesn't go through and whatnot, I don't think Appy's the worst. Yeah, especially if he is point. getting that 80 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Or even 70, 65 plus kind of thing. It'd be money and, to and be he's running, And he's got his own creative twist on it. Alrighty, Kieran mm. Gura, he says, uh, how do you Kieran, lads, any legend. tips on mid-ranger front rowers? He's heavy in the second row, but he's a bit lax on cash in the front. Look, you like Futawaka. I like Futawaka now that Ryan James has gone to. I think you'll have to do a little bit extra, hopefully. Liam Knight. Liam Knight's another good one. Value pick there. Um, would, you, would you put the money on Mez? He's one of the only jewels, and he can come out and find a, any he, kind of resemblance of his old kind of form. It's a bit expensive. Of an and shit. It's expensive dice roll. It is four hundred k. I'd be he'd, if if I did bring him into my side, he'd be the one that I watched for the, that second week. If if he hasn't performed, he'd be gone. Yeah, straight away. Yeah. because I don't want that st- stuck in my team, being not being able to get out. Yeah. So that's it. If Fair you do call. bring him in here, that's probably a possible guaranteed trade you have to make to get him out. <laughs> if he does be, end up being... A possible guarantee. <laughs> Remind me to never get guarantees off you, buddy. <laughs> Next question comes from Mark Hindle. He says, is it a good move to start the season with $0 in your cap? That yes. means you've nailed it, I think. That means I think you've done very well. Yep. Yeah. All right. Sweet as provided none of them lose money and everyone, like you're gaining money. As long as yeah, you, you've got... Pretty if much the all, premium guns in all positions. So. If all your players lose money at the start, oh, you're in a lot of trouble. But, I mean, that's probably not going to happen. No. Uh, okay, Chris McClelland. He goes, where will Dugan go? Um, <laughs> where? Where you reckon he's going, boys? Drink, drink breezes with Fring, eh? I don't know. Well, last I heard he was trying to get a medical retirement. So, God knows. Hopefully, well, maybe he's done. I don't know. Um, Might go try and be an MMA fighter or something. Yeah, with Vito. <laughs> no, he's WWE. Oh, yeah. I don't know. If anywhere, I think the Roosters might snap him up dirt cheap. No, nah, the Roosters came out and said not interested. Oh, yeah? No. Nah. Well, they don't, don't want someone like that. Titans? No, nah, they're pretty stuck, I think. Yeah. I don't think there's any interest from any NRL clubs, to be honest. Ouch. Well, he's on nine hundred grand a year, so unless sharks are going to cough up at least six hundred thousand, I can't see anyone sticking their hand up for a, what nearly thirty-year-old broken center winger want to be fullback. Yeah. Good luck to him, though. Yeah, yeah, I'll be your manager. <laughs> I'll get you a good deal. All right, all right. Next question, Daniel Hand. He says, "Do you think it'll be okay to start with Cook? He's seriously considering running without him, especially considering the Bunnies' hard start to the season." Uh, will it leave him behind? No, nah, well, if, like I said, if you cheapy start there, I think you can viably spend your money elsewhere to make up those points. 
Yep, sweet. Oh, I'm definitely not. I'm probably not starting without Cook. So definitely, probably not starting no, without I, him. Well, I'm Once him. again, assertive <laughs> Bergs. I love I, it. I thought he was going to start with not without him. Then no, I'm definitely having Cook. Like definitely. I think I, I just think he, especially early, if he hasn't had no injuries, he's he can run like the wind, and he'll get he'll get some points there. Not worried about their lack of go forward. Nah. Not at all. No, all right, this cool. is a serious one. All right, from F- finally, uh, last question man. comes from Danny Sackle. What's going on, Saxy? Uh, it says, I have a serious question for the podcast. I've been playing for years and still don't understand how people are sometimes able to trade a fullback for a forward using dual position players. Can someone explain it? That's you, killer. How, how do you talk us through how you actually, in the app, Execute trading a fullback to a hooker or vice versa. Well, you, ne- you obviously need the dual positions for it to be done, which is why they're highly coveted, and we're all a little bit cut about the lack of them this year. Yeah, so you could trade out hypothetically. Hypothetically, you could trade out like Teddy goes down injured. Trade out Teddy. I can move Latrell Mitchell then to my fullback position from my centres, and I can move a back rower. From my back row down to my okay. centre position. Okay, like, okay, okay, okay. Kate, okay. Well, if he gets hold, on, hold on, hold on. So do me a backtrack. <coughs> I go into my trade menu on my app. Yes. I click James Tedesco. I press T for trade. Trade out. And then it, it'll come to your team screen. Yep. And you, there'll be a little S. Where? Next to Latrell Mitchell. Yep. So you push the S and it's a substitute. So it substitutes him from your centres then to your fullback. Yep. And opens up a centre position. So if you've got a dual position back row centre then, push the little S on him and it'll move him from your back row to your centres. Yeah, which n- there aren't a lot this year, so it's going to be hard to do. you done it right because when you look up at the top, it won't say any more select a fullback to trade in. No, you'll now be looking at a second rower. Exactly. Now, now, exactly. now like it would have said centre and then you press substitute again and now it's saying yeah. select a second rower to trade in. So then, and then hypothetically, you, you can trade McInnes from your hooker position to your back row and bring in Damien Cook or your Cam Smith or whatever you're going to do. So for everyone out there who is wondering the but, actual how to do it, if you've got the dual position player. Yeah, this huh? year with the dual position thin. No, I'm only joking. With the dual <laughs> position thin and there's not really any back row second rollers that are jumping out. So, And the trail is pretty much the only fullback. I'm just putting it out there. Center makes wing Fisher and Osaka, Osaka makes, makes relevant Fisher Har- ones. Makes Fisher Harris even more lucrative. Fisher Harris, third highest forward, uh, uh, second row last yeah. year. Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind Fisher Harris as your second front row to Payne Haas. Especially because he gives you that dual position yeah. advantage. So if you do need to trade out one of your cheapy hookers to get in uh, someone or you want to flick back maybe... Um, no, he doesn't help you. Only McInnes is going to help you trade out your hookers because you can't put Fisher Harris into your hooking spot. No, but you can use Fisher Harris to go from your front rower to, to your, your back, back row, row or vice you versa. McInnes, if that's you it. want, yeah. So that's exactly what it's all about. Uh, so that's questions. That's trades. That's our four teams. Message us through the Supercoach360 Facebook page if you guys still want to go ahead and get involved in the cash comps. We have a $10. Just let me stop you there. Oh, no, it's all right. You keep going. Thank you for interrupting me. I just, uh, you know what I'm like. 
we have a $10 overall group. We have multiple head-to-head leagues. We have a $50, a $30, a $20, and a $10 head-to-head league, uh, which is, you know, your top 20. Winner takes all at the end of the finals. Otherwise, of course, we have the overall group. Anyone can go in that, the more the merrier. Uh, aside from that, this year on Supercoach360, it's bring a friend. Right, that is our whole thing. We have made this. I mean, these guys have managed to teach me super coach, so therefore they can teach anyone super coach. So get your mates, get them on the podcast, get them onto super coach, uh, and, and get them playing with you. Uh, so that way you can be chatting to them about some of the things that we're chatting about here, some of your ideas, your strategies. You know, it's always great having a super coach buddy to chat with. Um, aside from that, if you don't mind, Please leave us a review on iTunes. We'll share the link with the podcast uh, posts on the Facebook. And make sure you join our non-cash group, uh, 923-932. That's just for all the podcast listeners and affiliates. Go on, jump in there, and play along with us throughout the year. Boys, that's pretty much me done for the evening. Yes, it is. You don't know. I'm joking. Um, (laughs) No, seriously, though, shout-outs. To all the pages, Supercoach Addicts, Supercoach Anonymous, Supercoach Fanatics, Supercoach Live Chat, the NRL News site, um, heaps of others. Go to look at our page. I'll put up a list. I'm just a bit tired. Um, I'll put up a list. Anyone I didn't shout out, make sure you get hit me up because I've been rude and I asked you all if I could share it and haven't shouted you out. But anyone I did shout out will help you out throughout the year with Supercoach stuff. So get on their pages, enjoy the banner, and let's kick some, let's take some Daily Telegraph money. <laughs> All right, I love it. That's how his goal. That's his goal in life. But anyway, thank you very much for listening. I'm your boy Jazzy J from the Coach's Box. Peace, guys. Thank you very much, Con. Laters. And thank you very much, Bergs. We will see you next week. Make sure you jump on our Facebook group, NRL Supercoach 360 Podcast, and join the conversation there. Thank you very much. (laughs) So mature. Hey, Bergs, yeah. just out of that drawer next to you there, man. Can you please pass me the USB cable? It's the same colour as the mixer. Yeah, well, Aaron. Wow. That was clearly Wi-Fi. Your fucking nice TV-rated SO10. I was trying, brothers. Good on you. I don't even know what to do. No, I'm not. I'm being genuine. I don't even remember you swearing in this. I did gut times. I did gut times. Yeah. But we're getting better at it. Because I swore once and I thought, you know what, I don't even fucking have a blue spirit. I don't sound like you back. Here's this gun. I sound too. Cheers, bud. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.